The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. You got Daryl holding it down solo. What's going on, world? It's a whole lot going on in this world that we live in and seem like, wow, more unbelievable things are happening all the time. You know, I was a social worker for many years, I studied sociology, have a degree in sociology amongst some other degrees and papers that I got behind my name. But, you know, a gentleman told me once when I was working as a social worker at an all-girls residential program. I was a young man at the time, too. And, um... He asked me a question. He said, Daryl, what is, what is your definition of reality? He was a therapist, and I was a, a so-called therapist. And he says, what is your definition of reality? You know, because all the time you see things that are unreal. And, he said, and I said, you know, I, my definition of reality is um, it's like things that are real. He said, well, my definition is a little different. And I've been using his definition since he said this to me. Reality is what's happening now. I mean, because every day you'll see some things unbelievable. We'll, we'll see captains of ships take off in a, take off in a rowboat or, or, or a dinghy and leave his ship and hundreds of passengers to just die. Uh, we see things like people on rooftops shooting at police officers. We see police officers holding people down and shooting them. We see police officers coming up to people and, and asking them questions and then shooting or shooting before they ask the questions. And then now we are now we having this retaliation to the police. Wow, it's just it really makes you wonder what is going to what it, what are we gonna do to do something about this? And I really think that this upcoming football season in America, because football is such a such a such a passionate um, thing for us. I'm not even going to call it a sport. Is it? It is a passionate thing for us, and because it is so passionate, I think this upcoming football season is going to be probably one of the most important seasons we've ever had. You know, um, and I think the NFL is going to probably play a big role in how our society handles the racial tension, the the inequities, the division, the police, 
the government. I think because football is such a powerful tool in our society, I really think that this upcoming season is going to be, it's, 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 it's going to be real, real, real serious. You know, hey, we got a call on the line. I think we got Vince. Vince, what's going on? Hey, Vince, what's happening? Hey, how you doing, Miss Oliver? I'm doing lovely. And yourself? Yes, man. I got a surprise for you. I wanted somebody to say hi to you. Oh, hey, okay. Well, I appreciate hey, that. Hey, this dog, man. Dog! <laughs> How there? Oh, man. Well, this is one of my favorite people in the whole wide world right here. Doug yeah. McFadden. Fo-fo. I ain't going to tell you a real name over the radio, Doug, but your name is Doug McFadden. What's happening, Doug? You can, you, 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 you can tell him. Nobody would know it. My name is Irish. It's an Irish name. I don't know where my grandma got it from. Uh, you know, I've seen some black Irishmen in my life. You know, I'm, let me oh, tell, I'm, no, let me tell the radio. I'm tell the radio this story about about when we first came to college. Doug was my roommate for, in college for five years, and um, and when we first got to college. I got there early, like maybe a couple of hours before Doug, and I put my stuff down, and I started walking around the campus because we didn't have to do anything till like 6 o'clock that night. So I walked around the campus, everything, having a good time. Come back in the room, and here he is, Doug, my roommate. He's in the apartment now. His parents had dropped him off. Yeah. And uh, I, he says, man, you know what? I said, what, man? He said, we got a white dude in our room. I'm like, really? He said, yeah, man, we got a white roommate. I said, how you know? He said, it's some cowboy boots back there in the back. I said, man, them are my cowboy boots, man. Hey, it was a spit can in the living room. <laughs> that, was, that was not my spit can in the living room, Doug. Hey, that, that, you were calling me off of my north floor. I said, these old country boys here. And I said, I feel at home. I feel at home, boy. <laughs> Cause I, yeah. I, didn't want no city, I didn't want no city Miami boy gold in my house go around the neck. <laughs> hey Doug, you know um, they just had this um, this camp down in Miami over the weekend. You know, both you and I are, are University of Miami alumnus, and um, they had a paradise camp at the University of Miami held by Coach Mark Rick. And some people are trying to say this is sort of like what um, what Harbaugh was wanting to do in, in with Michigan, where he was traveling around the country doing this um, doing these camps. But this is just a camp that Mark Rick is having down in Miami. Well, he also had Ray Lewis come down there, Michael Irvin, Antrell Rowe. I think Gino Toretta was even down there. He, they talked to the to um, to some possible recruits that are coming in and um, some talented athletes from South Florida and around the state of Florida, some of them from out of state. Um, how do you think Mark Rick going to handle this season? Now, you know, we, we both played with Mark one year. We were, we were freshmen when he was a senior. He's gone on to do some great things at Florida State and Georgia, and now we have our wonder coach down in Miami. What's your prediction? Man, Mark is going to handle it right because uh, he was there before we was, and he, uh, he learned from uh, Luke Satan. He was there when Luke Satan was there, and he was there when um, Snellenberg was there. So I know he's going to learn a lot from them, and then he learned a, a, a great deal a lot from uh, the great coach Bobby Bowden. So Bobby Bowden know what it was. Well, he know what it took to beat Miami. But he know what it took to lose to Miami. So Mark Rick had all that in one. You know, he can take what Florida State did. He can take what Miami did. And it's all South Florida. You know, both Florida State, both Miami. You go to schools to win. You know, that's what it is. 
I, I couldn't agree with you more. You know, and and you know, Mark has definitely had a had a lot of history with quarterbacks. Um, and Co- Coach Winky, a Heisman Trophy winner. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not sure if he had anything to do with Charlie Ward while he was there. But um, he's had he's had some um, some good quarterbacks and had some tremendous programs. Georgia has always been in the race in the SEC. Um, I'm so I'm so looking forward to see um, what Mark Rick is going to do down in Miami this year, and I just really think it's going to be some great things. Um, I, I, I really going to be some super things he's going to do for our program, and um, I'm gonna say it right yeah. here: we're back, man. We are back. Yeah, we gonna it'll, it'll take a little time, but uh, you know we go back because all it is when you was there, when I was there, it was all about competition. It was like we always talk about it. Like 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 now, if if if, if, if a certain player get hurt, this, this guy can come back and say I get my spot back. Back in the days when we played, you get hurt, that guy behind you say, "Oh, you hurt." He come in, he start playing. You ain't gonna come get your spot back. It ain't gonna be that easy because it was all about competition, and they bring the competition back. Then that's what Golden didn't do, and and there's other stuff he didn't do. You know, we all talk about, it, we know about it, but we keep it to ourselves. Right, and you know, and you know, Doug, I've talked about this on the show a few times. Um, every day you walked out of practice when we played, and years after us. The first thing you did, you looked at that depth chart. You want to know where you were on the depth chart. Yeah. And if you was yep. one, if you was two, if you was three, you was doing everything you can to hold on to your position. And if not, if you was two or three, you was doing everything you can to put some heat on one or two and let them know that this ain't yeah, this ain't yours just to have. This is going to be ours if I have anything to do with it. So yep. I think that's the kind of competition that Mark is bringing back to the program, and that's definitely the kind of competition that um, that we need in Miami. That's yep. what's going to make yes. us better. Yes, yes, indeed. And you know when we used to play, <laughs> practice will start a certain time, you get out of practice, then you go out there and say, they'll say, hey, you guys got to go. The trainer say, you got to go eat, you got to go to the hill. We still out there working out one-on-one. There's no coach out there. There's one thing I like what I heard Ray Lewis say. What you going to do when the coaches ain't there? We'd be out there about to fight one another. We'd be out there jamming, uh, running. You run your route, say, I'm going to beat this linebacker. You do this here, and we compete against one another. That's how it was. Who's going to do this? Who's going to do that there? After, after, after practice, we, we kept going, and we were still on the field. Sometimes the biggest to get off the field, go do what you got to do, and then that's what we did. Yeah. And you, and you imagine, can you imagine how hard we worked in the summertime when no coaches were around? We used to be out there yep. playing flag football, running routes against each other constantly the whole entire summer. I mean, and it was almost like everybody had to come back for at least one summer session when we were in college. And I, and yep. I think that was a trend that was started by us and that staying out the practice thing was, you're right, it'd be dark out there. You, we'd stay out there until it got dark every night, you know, every I'm day a, of practice. Yeah. I'm going to go, where were Coach Stellenberg made us do a, what kind of class everybody together? Because nobody had no rhythm. We didn't have no rhythm. And then everybody thought it was easy. And then we started <laughs> doing this, uh, I forgot what we were doing, on your toes and do that. And everybody feel it. Like, it feel like he's sitting Robot stuff or something we were doing. And nobody had no rules, uh, and we did that, and then that later wore us out. 
You remember that, Doug? I mean, I know, one the, spring. What am I? He's like, what am I doing here? This ain't nothing. He's the main one couldn't do nothing. This has nothing to do with football. Oh, man, you should have heard some of the stories. And you know, it's back when aerobics wasn't even a big thing. You're talking about 1985, 1982. Yeah. At the spring of 1982, we were doing aerobics well, now, on the field. You, you we know, had an aerobics know. instructor and 100 guys behind the aerobics instructor and she wore us out. I mean, that was like a thing we did for about, seemed like about four or five now, weeks we did that. Yeah. I got I got to say this. I'm talking to you, but I got a Notre Dame guy by me. He said we were doing ballerina stuff, and I said, well, that, that worked too because we blocked like three field goals and points against them. Didn't they stop playing us after that game? Oh, the yeah, year they after that, they stopped playing us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know we don't put a shellac on Notre Dame on, on a few occasions, and I tell the fans out there right now why. Our freshman year, Doug, you remember Notre Dame beat us, and they and because they beat us, we were not allowed to go to the Hawaii Bowl, and from yeah. that point on, we made it our business to put foot deep up in them. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, I mean, ever since then, we made it our business to just put foot in Notre Dame every chance we got. And guess what? I already got, I just got my tickets last week, Doug. I'm going to that Notre Dame game. And I really hope yeah, Mark yeah, yeah. You, you told me, you told me. I hope Mark the, Rick really do his thing. The golden dog. The, the, <laughs> the golden uh, dog. Yeah. Well, hey, we put a lot of hurting on, um, on Notre Dame in our time. Um, they've, they've come back and um, beat us a couple times in recent history. But uh, I think this year is going to be a, a, a much different team. Uh, I was hoping they was playing yeah, at Soldier Field. Not, if, not, if not, the following year is going to be, you can see it's going to be awesome. I don't care what they got. Mark, Mark is going to do a good job. I'm telling you. I really think he is, Doug. I, I really think that Mark is going to do it. It's, it's, it's like he's getting them players, and it's going to – it ain't Nintendo or uh, uh, the, the, the other machine, whatever they call it, Pac-Man games, all that other stuff there. I mean, he got stuff to work with now, you know, the, the talent. He can do oh. this. He can do this. Thing. And I didn't keep telling you. I told you a long time ago, I said, watch that Bruce kid now. We miss guys like that. He, he, he Even though that's Isaac Bruce's nephew – yeah, and he got Michael Irvin in him. He's short. If you ain't gonna commit to UL, do what you got to do. Bring it. He gonna bring it. I feel you. Me. You know, you you've been telling me to watch this Bruce kid. I said, uh, I, I said, watch him now. Watch him. Watch him, because you know we we used to be used to talk to one another, talk to the other. Bring it, bring it. Ain't no wrong with talking and, and then talking trash. You know. Nah. If you bring it, there definitely ain't nothing wrong with talking trash. If you can back it up, it's definitely nothing wrong. He's going he to back, he back it up. That's, he's a Tater Town guy. I hear you. Uh, you know, uh, Michael Earl's from Tater Town, wasn't he? Michael Earl is from Dillard, Tater Town area. His family from Tater Town area. All is from the same area. Well, we're going to see. Now, and now, Doug, you know, when you look at this at this University of Miami team, you, you're a little closer to the program than I am. Uh, in proximity especially. Um, what do you see the strength of this team for this year coming up? Mark Rick. <laughs> Mark Rick is the strength. That, the, that's the strength and the coaching. What the I leadership. And what I hear is Mark Rick. It's Mark Rick. I it's see. Mark Rick. Yeah, and, I, and, and, and all the stuff they're saying, oh, you're the true freshman. You do this. We're going back what we used to do. The defense coordinator is a tight tight. 
you know, all this reading stuff. How you gonna? I always told you, how you gonna get a kid out of high school, um, two hundred sixty-five, two hundred something pounds, a freshman going to college? He think as a junior and a senior, and you want him to read blocks and they double team him. They don't do that double team stuff in high school. They doing college. So when you um day you act, you go to ball. Snelly Jimmy always say attack. You attack. We don't. Want, we didn't used to worry about what you gonna do to us. You had to worry about what we gonna do to you. That's how I the defense totally was. Agree. And, and that's that's we've watched this happen the last couple of years at University of Miami where yes, we got them setting back catching and, and, catching and, blockers. And, you know, I don't say no name. I watch the guy sit. I say nah, this guy get take. I say I I I I've been with you. I say they finna run right here. You said man, you need to start coaching. Me and Randy call all the time. I can tell you what they're going to do, how they're going to do it. I see, they're going to do this here. <laughs> now, if you attack, you do stuff here, they ain't going to know nothing. Uh, you know, you, you, you get a chance to all of us do all the stuff. I say, oh, this catch defense. Oh, my God. It's killing me. Hey, Doug. Tell the fans out there. Uh, we got to take a quick commercial break in about two minutes. But, Doug, tell the fans out there, why do we – what what's what's uh, Coach Randy Shannon, defense coordinator, assistant head coach at the University of Florida, former University of Miami coach, former University of Miami linebacker, uh, former uh, Miami Dolphins um, linebacker coach? What do we call him in college? Doug, what was his name in college? His name was Onion because he made all the women cry. He looked like Bill <laughs> D. Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we called him Onion, and not not because he had an onion head, because he made all the women cry. Because <laughs> I mean, he had, he had one one night. She said, "Randy, Randy," and he, he was making her cry. When that's when we started calling him Onion. <laughs> oh yeah, that's when we start calling him Onion. Hey, hey, what a good dude too, Doug. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm yeah, so yeah. close. I, hey, that's, my, that's what I'm about. Hey, me, we hey, took it. He come at the school, talk to me, scratch the hand, he come talk. He said, before I get go to the I said, man, we don't have the athletes. I just had to come by and see you. Do as I respect. But we got some athletes this year, though. That's good. They got some good athletes. Yep. That's good. You know, um, um, Randy has done a a good job over in Gainesville thus far, and I really don't see him staying there much longer. I think that Randy is probably going to be a head coach. Somewhere in college football in the next two years, yeah, he won't hey, be. Yeah, that's, that's, yes. the, that's the only thing scared me, Randy. They said we played four a couple of years. He don't want to scare me. Now he wasn't there, I wouldn't be scared. I hope he's gone by the time we play Florida. I'm not lying. Figure, I, I really do. He'll figure, he'll figure out so fast and quick. Like yeah, he's, he's smart. You know, I would hate to lose to Randy. I would hate to lose to the Florida Gators. And I would almost hate to beat the Florida Gators if Randy Shannon is one of their coaches. But I'd, I'd still have a, a – a, a, I'd, I'd relish in the victory. Yeah, yeah you know, up. Florida, all right. Florida State, all right. You know, but Florida, you don't want to lose Florida. Florida State, you know, we like buddies. It's just Notre Dame. I, if I lose them, I, 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 I can't sleep for a whole, a whole month. 
two bars, man. That Notre Dame would really try me too, Doug. Losing to Notre Dame. Hey, Doug, we gotta get out of here, man. We got a quick, we got a commercial break coming up. But um, hey, man, thanks for calling the show. And don't be a stranger. Give me a call. Give us a call on the Sports Info UM Radio Show. We're here every Monday night from eight to nine o'clock, and we welcome you to call, man. I've been trying to get you to call for years. I'm really yeah, surprised. Hey, I'll be, I'll be up there soon, but I, I, I gotta get me some good crabs from up there. Well, come on up here. Hey, we got plenty of them blue crabs up here, boy. I'm telling you, I might go okay. crabbing tomorrow. You done got my okay. mouth all twisted up for them. Yeah. Okay. But, Doug, thanks for okay. calling. Tell Miss McFadden I say hello. Tell the girls I yeah, say hello. Everybody, tell everybody your wife I, I say hello. And tell Krishna Abbey I owe them a gift in the mail. Okay. Tell everybody I say hello up there now. I will. Thanks, man. Much all love. Right. Peace. Hey, guys. Hello, too. Tell Pig I say hello. I'm going to put him in the oven right now. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, Doug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll holler at you. All right. Hey, guys, that was Doug McFadden calling us from Lauderdale, Florida. Fort Lauderdale, one of my favorite cities. And um, I love love South Florida. And I truly love Fort Lauderdale. I've lived there for a while, as a matter of fact, at one point in my life. And... um. I truly enjoy the city. So close to Miami, but you don't have such a, don't have so much of the hustle and bustle that you have in Miami, but you still got that South Florida flavor. And Miami is only, what, 20, 25 minutes away on a good traffic day? So, hey, Fort Lauderdale is a beautiful city, and they got some beautiful people there, too. That was Doug McFadden calling us University of Miami graduate, class of 1987. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back in a few minutes, a couple minutes right after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Can you say hook, line, and porker? We're scratching both the hunting and fishing itch this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav by embarking on a combination hog hunting and fishing trip. Tune in for expert advice from Hal Schaefer and Greg Zipidelli of Drop Zone, Fire Disc co-creator Griffin Jaggard, and Jeff Thomason of Predator Pursuit for how to limit out on the water, how to bag some feral hogs, and even how to prepare them. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, last week we talked about um, the district attorney said that he would not file charges against two Alabama players that were caught with um, drugs and and guns in, in a car in Louisiana. And, you know, we've seen all this gun mess going on in Louisiana. Um, what, I've, what I've heard at one point in my life that um, for every person in Louisiana, there's seven guns. So, hey, man, you do the math. Anyway, and that, they're talking about women and kids and everybody, not just men. Every person in Louisiana, there's seven guns. My God, boy. I mean, your grandfather must have left you three. Your great-grandfather left you three. And, and guess what? You went out and bought you two or three yourself. Good gracious. I don't know. But um, I say that to say that Alabama, Alabama offensive lineman Alfonso Taylor is suspended indefinitely by Saban. For DUI. Now, just last week, one of his offensive linemen was cleared that he does not have to. He's he's not going to be going to jail because the, the DA said, district attorney said, he didn't want to see two football players go to jail. Two young football players go to jail. Hey, uh, just think if those guys had played, um, they, good, it's a good thing they're football players. Because any other any other sport they've been involved in, they would have been kicked off the team. Probably would be looking at jail time. Anyway, hey guys, we got we got um James on the line from Jacksonville. James, what's happening? What's happening, my man? Love and light. Do out here with these walls. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, what's 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 the news for the Jaguars, man? What's going on with the Jags? You know, well, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. My man that's what I've been here. What's that, Dante what Fowler. Oh, Dante Fowler. Okay. Hey, that's okay. His name. that's the uh, hey, that's to that's that's what's coming out of camp. Hey, bright shining star. Hey, and my man from um my linebacker. We the um we got in the third. What is, what his name is? Yeah, he coming along too, rookie man. I'm telling you, Jacksonville look like a ten win team. I told you, ten win team. Well, we we I, I can't wait to see. I, I really I can't wait to see. No lie. I mean, I'm 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 ready to see what's gonna happen in Jacksonville now. You know, because when we when we talk about this Jacksonville Jaguar team, um, they did get a a a um a new running back um from um uh, from the Jets. I can't think of his name yeah. right now, but they, they do have a running back, um, the, the Jets' best running back that the Jets refused to sign, Chris Ivory. You know, Chris Ivory has been a, he's ran for a thousand yards the last three years in a row, and here he is now with Jack with Jacksonville. I mean, this is probably one of the best things I've, 
the, he, he's probably the best running back the Jaguars have had since Jones Drew. That's without question. Since who? Jones Drew. Chris Ivory will be the best running back the Jaguars have had since Jones Drew. Now, I'm not saying he's better than uh, Fred Taylor. Now, Fred Taylor was before Jones Drew. Right, no, but I'm and the only reason why I the only reason why I paused on that, we got a different style of running back. He ain't gonna play like Mojo. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even want to start making the comparison. He gonna he got a Fred Teller kind of style. That's his style. That's his running style. So we should be seeing some some big things. I mean, if he can put up a thousand yards rushing, we don't even say that. Well, let's give him nine fifty. If he can put up nine fifty with Bortles and our and our receiving core, I I don't see. I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's unstoppable. The the offensive train in Jacksonville will be unstoppable. I I will say this: if he can put up, if he can put up nine hundred yards, and T.J. Yeldon can produce something close to what he did last year until he until he suffered a few injuries. I can see the Jacksonville Jaguars maybe win an eight game. I, I might even give them nine. But it's just I'm just it's just hard for me to fathom them winning ten games yet. For one thing, Bortles, he's okay. He's good. I think he's good. But he just has not he his feet still not wet in this in this league yet. You know? I don't think his feet are wet yet. I think he's still got a lot of growing to do in, in this league. I, I, and I agree. I agree. But it's, it's, it's the fact that he's growing, right, growing in the right direction right now that, that, that I'm seeing that type, of, that type of victory. And only because I know the Colts are in a rebuilding. They say they're not, but they look like they're in a rebuilding. Yeah. Houston... We don't know what they're gonna do in Houston. They need they sporadic at best. So with them with them down, man, I don't see nobody really stopping us in our division. And that's really what I'm focused on. That's the what you gotta be focused on. And, that, and you know, we, we get a winning record against our division. That that's really what I'm hoping for. Well, it's almost embarrassing that you don't have a winning record in your division because that's the weakest division in the NFL. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, now let's let's talk about your boy Dante Fowler. You know, um, Dante Fowler. You know, he he kind of rubbed me in the wrong way, left a bad taste in my mouth um, during this off season. I mean, this is the same guy that um, these two women got in a fight in a parking garage, and he pretty much just let them fight and let them fight and just let them fight. You know, it was his baby mama and his girlfriend. Come on, man. You know, the, the most guys when the baby mama and the girlfriend. Are in the same room. You try hard as heck to get them separated, man. You don't want them to come together. And when you nah, when he I did that, t- that was just dead wrong, man. It's dead I'm wrong. And karma, you know what they nah, say nah, about Darryl. that woman, karma, don't you? Now nah, I'm gonna tell you this, Darrell. See, 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 you 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 looking at it as a as a person on walking by looking at it, walking by looking at what's going on. That's the perception that you take. Now. I'm going to take the perception from Dante. Now, this cannot be the first time that they have interacted. This probably would not have been the first time they've tried to come to blows. He's probably separated them on various occasions. On many occasions, probably. 
this being his baby mama and his girlfriend, this probably not the first time he done had to break up from a girlfriend. Not even the same girl, a different girl that the girl baby mama done jumped on. See, and when you done went through that so many times and then had yourself put in harm's way, you making real money now. You got to make a good decision. Now, he might not have made the best decision, but he ain't get in trouble for abusing nobody. You see what I mean? See, when you so you said, so you said, you in the middle. He, when the police show up, all they see is you in the middle. Because he didn't slap his old lady. Because uh, because he didn't do a Ray Rice. You know, I, 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 let's only put it down. Let's, right, let's, let's rewind that. We don't even bring that up. He didn't do, he didn't do something. He didn't physically assault his girlfriend. But he kind of just kind of looked at them fight, 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 fight until they both got tired. And, and then he separated them now. I think he could have separated them a little earlier. I think he could have avoided that situation some kind of way. But I really think now Dante Fowler is going to have to produce big time on the field this year. And he has to produce big time on the field this year because the Jaguars haven't had a, had a first-round pick to produce big for them they haven't received in anything for their first-round picks. Yeah, I'm going to say in 10 years. In 10 years, we ain't had a first-round to produce nothing. Nothing. I mean, y'all might as well just trade nothing. your first-round pick every year. Yeah, so I... I, I, and, I, right I, I now, and right now, Borders is the, is the only bright light from a pick we didn't have had in 10 years. Yes, he is. And he, and he almost no. surprises me how good he's done. And I'm I'm kind of happy hey, with what leaps I see from him. And bounds, leaps and bounds. That's why I say, man, all all it takes, man, is him to be able to identify his his out man, his third checkdown. If he can identify what his third checkdown man is, or get they, they can get on key where they know where each other is when he get in trouble, dude. That's it. That's it, dude. Because the deep ball is there. That's gonna keep your your safeties back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But still, they got no answer for them. They got no answer for them, boy. None. None. They got well, no answer for them. And I don't really see them having no answer for the Patriots. Until you can beat them two teams, what's the point of going to the playoffs? Where you, how far are you plan to go? Is your goal to get to the playoffs? The goal to get to the first round? You need to, you need to get you some superstars on your team. I, I I agree. I think Bortles has a chance to become a superstar. Now, now you know, James, I've, I brought this up on show a couple times. You know, um, um, Alan Hearns, probably one of the best right. receivers for the um, the Jaguars. Here's a guy that you didn't even draft, signed signed as a free agent, and he's a top receiver. That lets us know what a bad job management is doing with the drafting. Big dog, you can't get nothing but the no talk from me about our draft situation. This year, I don't know if Shaq Khan went and rented some draft people from other teams to get the draft done the way it was done, but this year was the most fantastic draft they done had since they drafted Fred Teller. I swear. They looked up and got Mojo. Yeah, they he did. Up and got yeah, him. they did. He but, fell in their lap. But yeah, Fred Taylor was the lap. last good. That was the last good draft, and I believe they got they had they they kept most of that draft. That draft was a superstar draft. I'm telling you. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Let's 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 back this thing up a little bit too. You know, it's almost like you know, um, you you know how we when we start talking about years, we say BC. Well, let's 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 say um um before Tom Coughlin, Tom Coughlin, and after Tom Coughlin, because it's like Tom Coughlin was the ultimate professional when he was in Jacksonville. Now everything else after him. That's like some some bush league, you know, uh, bootleg, um, you know, uh, shade tree mechanic kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Just just bubble gum and, and scotch tape putting it together. You know, Tom Coughlin, and he proved how good he was in Jacksonville. And when he left there, went stayed out of uh, professional football for a little while, came back to um to the New York Giants who. You got to see the cellar at the time. Tom Coughlin left the Jacksonville Jaguars and had a job on TV. He was commentating. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Tom Coughlin was on was on Sports Center. And one year he coached Boston College. I think that might have been two years he coached Boston College. But I'm trying to tell you, now other coach that left Jacksonville and went on TV to do nothing. Why well, could how could yeah, how could they? Del Rio yeah. left here and got him a ring as a backup coach. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Right. I and think. now he got him another team over at Oakland. Right. And he the coach of the Raiders. Doing good. Right. Doing good. Now another up and coming team. Up and coming. I mean, he he turning that franchise around. And here we go in Jacksonville, barely moving from a coach who is. Proving to turn franchises around. And yes. here we go again, trying to get footing, trying to get eight wins. Uh, yep. 50, you know what I'm saying? A 500 season. A 500 season right now is a step back. I, I agree, James. Hey, James, you know, man, thanks for calling the show. We love you when you call. You're always a good guest on our show, and you're always doing your thing. You know, yeah, man, thank you for calling and, and giving us a little insight on what's happening over there in Jacksonville. You know, and before I let you go, I'm going to tell you, I'm really, I'm, I'm proud of the Jaguars because um, they got this kid Thurston, um, Amberster, Thurston, Thurston Amberster. He, well, he's a linebacker from University of Miami. Y'all got Alan Hearns down there. And you got my man, Linda, who's a starting offensive guard for uh, for the Jaguars. And um, he's from the University of Miami as well. Um, Brandon Linda. Yeah. And this, this is his third year down there at guard, 6'6", 320. He was a great player at the University of Miami. And, um, and he's become a... The only a, a, problem with a that, Darrell, you got three players on there from the University of Miami. And if I'm not mistaken, we got eight players from from the Florida State on the roster. Mm-hmm. Eight. We got five of them in our defensive backfield. I think I think that has something to do with um, proximity, you know. And I think that has something to do with you know um, one of the one of the reasons the Jacksonville Stadium has not had success in selling tickets, in my opinion, is because the University of Florida and Florida State still have a serious fan base in Jacksonville. And those people go to Jack, they go to Gainesville and they go to Tallahassee for almost all of those home games religiously. And guess what? They're not going to come home on Sunday because they wore out from Saturday being in Tallahassee or Gainesville. <laughs> They're not coming home on Sunday and waking up at 9 o'clock or 8 o'clock and going to the stadium and tailgating and doing all of that stuff. So guess what? 
if you can't beat them, join them. So that's that's why that's why you see so many uh, Florida State players uh, on this team because they 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 want to almost build a, a a fan base around the fan base. You know, so many people are going to Florida and Florida State games. They got to keep some of those players on their team. You know, that's why it was such exactly. a big deal for Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. You know, they wanted him because he was a fan draw. You know, you know, it was some people would have stayed home from the University of Florida's games that week to see Tim Tebow. Man, that was the biggest opportunity to miss probably in history. Miss what? To make that money? One player, miss that to make one money? That would have brought the fan base and would have would have gave you the revenue to go spend your money in free agency to get the good players around it. Tebow don't know nothing else. He know how to win. And he proved that. I don't know how many times. I might not have throw the ball with 10 yards, but we still won the game. You know, um, that's why I, he's I still be, in the league, I eh? be mad. That's why he's still in the league, because he was a winner. Who? Tim Tebow. He yeah, that's, that's no why more, he's... Man. Huh? Tebow ain't in the league no more. No, he's not in the league no more. And that's why he's not with the Jaguars, because he couldn't play. Now, he, he could have came and sat on the bench like he could he, he, he could have did what Chad Henney does. You know what I'm saying? He could have did that, and people would have came to see him stand on the bench and talk after the game. You know, that, that's, man, that's, that's what Tim I'm trying Tebow. to tell you. Stan Hinton had check after check. Man, Stan Hinton put together 12 years of sitting on the pine. And, uh, 12 years, and, and, you understand? 12-year NFL check. James, Chad has only been in the league nine years, man. But still, he's man, collected a lot of checks nine, not though. playing very and much. He been a, and exactly. He's been nine years. He's been a backup. He's collected a lot of checks, and he hasn't played played that much. I would agree. I would agree. Hey, James, we got to take a quick commercial break, man. But, hey, thanks for calling the show, and thanks for being a part of Sports Info, you and radio show. We really appreciate when you call and give us a little Jacksonville Jaguar update. Thanks again, brother. Hey, man, no problem. We're going to give it to the Jaguar way every time. I appreciate it. Much love. All right, waiting on the reunion. You got it. It's coming. <laughs> Tell Auntie I say hello, too. Peace, brother. All right. All right, I will. Uh, hey, um, Matt, we got um, Damon on the line. Hello? Damon, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, loving life, Damon. Loving it, man. Loving it. Hey, Damon, uh, you know, when we get back from this commercial break, man, there's so much going on in the world of sports. LeBron James looks like he's going to sign a one-year contract. And he's, and he's vacationing right now in Hawaii and Spain. And guess where LeBron James just bought his new house at? Where? L.A., baby, and he's only signing okay. a one-year contract with Cleveland. I've said it on the show, and I really think that LeBron James is going to be the player coach for the Los Angeles Lakers probably yeah, in about two years. Maybe next year after this season, after this upcoming season, he's going to leave Cleveland and go to L.A. Because, he, you know, they he's a star. You know he's a star in that new movie. Uh, uh, um, uh, what, was, what was that movie that Michael Jordan was in? Slam. Um, space Jam. Uh, what's that? What is it? Space Jam. Space Jam. LeBron James is the new Space Jam star. And he's and he's getting into Hollywood. Hey guys, we'll be right back after these messages. We got Damon Smith. We're gonna talk a little more sports with Damon, and we'll be back 
after these messages. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoun3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got Damon on the line. Damon from um, Palm Coast, Florida. Damon, what's happening, man? Oh, what's going on, man? How, how are you? Hey man, I'm I'm loving life. My birthday was Wednesday. Uh, turned the old 52 years old. I feel good. I'm happy. You know, life is good. Complaining about nothing. You know, so I'm thankful, man. And God has been good. That's to what's me. up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. You know, and happy belated hey, birthday. I appreciate it. I I really do appreciate it, Damon. You know, um, what you think about all of this? stuff that's going on in the world right now with the police and the the shootings and the gun violence. You know, I said earlier on the show that I, that I really think that this football season, I said NFL, but I really think that this football season is going to be one of the most important football seasons in our life. Because if one thing can bring us all together, it's sports. But if it's one thing that brings Americans together like nothing else, it's football, playoffs, Super Bowl, Thanksgiving football. Those things bring us together like nothing else. Fantasy football brings us together. Men, women, children. And I really think that we're going to find some of our stars this year speaking out on the violence and speaking out on, on, on gun control and I guess, you know, and they're going to have to possibly lead by example because we've seen football players in the past uh, have problem with guns. And, and, and hopefully we're going to be able to um, make a difference this year through the game that we love so much. I just really think that we might be able to make a difference this year. 
football might be. And that's rightfully so because it's going to affect them one way or another. Um, it's not right what everybody's doing because um, you got you have a lot of good cops out there as well as bad oh, cops. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, the guy in Louisiana, he just, a week before, uh, prior to the shootings, he, he put something out and, you know, if anybody need a hug, I'm there for you. And he was the one to get, you know, killed. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't understand it, but sometimes you got to, you know, keep your guards up and, you know, be ready to surrender. I, I would agree with you, brother. I really would. You know, um, this gun violence is, is just really um, um, out of control. You know, I was out of town over the weekend, but I heard that they had a, um, a, a, a rally down in Bunnell over the weekend. Were you mm -hmm. able to make it? I wasn't. Yeah, and I actually heard, I read the, oh, I read in, in the, um, in the, um, the Flagler Live, it's a, an internet site about our county where we live here in Florida. And, um, mm -hmm. I saw Madras, you know Madras? Yes. Dunlop. Yeah, he, they, he yeah. had an interview and it was a beautiful interview and Madras indicated that, you know, we all have to come together, black, white, brown, no matter what your color is. And we gotta, we gotta learn how to love one another. And if, and if we can't do nothing else, we really have to find some kind of way to find love for one another. Just, it, it hurts my feelings to find out that anyone has lost their life, especially when it's a, when it's a violent way someone loses their life. You know, it's one thing to see your mother die at an old age and, 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 and you're right there with them, but it's another thing to hear of someone just instantly losing their life because someone wanted to pull a trigger. You know, it's 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 just so it's just so damaging, man. It really it's a it's it's a hurtful thing to see this to me, and it, and it bothers me, and and I have to catch myself sometimes because um, you know, if you let too many things bother you, it, it'll bring you down, and that's just not the spirit I ever want to deal with, man. I want to keep it up. I want to be happy. I want my life to be healthy and 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 and, and full of joy. You know what I'm saying? And and I we just agree. have to pray and you know, keep our wits about us, man. Yeah. So, but but Damon, anyway, man, we got football coming up this year. You know, um, Jameis Winston said he's on a workout program so hard that he will be the best physically fit quarterback in the league this year. The New York Jets are saying that Geno Smith is the man, and I think they're saying that now because they have not been able to sign Ryan sign Ryan Fitzpatrick. Because last year, Geno Smith caused controversy in the locker room. A guy punched him in the jaw, broke his jaw. A linebacker broke his jaw, got cut the next day. Buffalo Bills signed him the day he got cut. So that lets you know the guy wasn't a bad player. But where does Geno, Geno Smith fit in that locker room? It makes you wonder. Well, you got to understand, like, like, like you said, they, they got to throw that vow of confidence in him because they have nobody else. Um, but they got somebody can get back there and play quarterback. But they they did pick up a lot of free agencies, free agents. I'm sorry, um, to help the team. But I don't think he's the answer right now. I don't. I don't think Geno Smith is the answer right now either. I I really don't. Um, I I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is the answer. But I think Ryan Fitzpatrick knows that he's the answer, and uh. 
I think that they he's they're gonna have to pay him like he's a starter. If that man is not gonna come in and they pay him like he's a backup, and then he start twelve games in the season. You know, and I know Ryan Fitzpatrick wants to get paid like he's like he's a veteran. You can't blame him either though. You know, and, right. and I, I, I don't think Geno Smith could actually get the get the value out of Brandon Marshall like um like Fitzpatrick did last year. And it it'd be well, a waste. And on top of that, he gotta earn his respect. You yeah. know? Um them they're they're rooting for Fitzpatrick to come back. Yeah. So. Yeah. He has to earn that, earn the respect of that locker room, you know. And this kid, uh, this kid. Uh, speaking of the Jets, um, their first round pick last year is, is not far from here. Um, he went to Mainland High School, uh, Leonard Williams, mm-hmm. defensive end. Yeah, um, it's, yep. it, this kid played at USC, but he's from he's from California too. But um, this kid is going to make a big difference on that team too, though. I I, I really think he's going to make a difference. This year, yeah, and, the, and the Jets have no trouble with their defensive line. They, they, that, that guy Wilkerson, who was suspended last year for a long time, he's gonna be there. He, 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 and he's definitely a star in this league. Yeah, you just gotta score points. They, they gotta score points. They gotta score points. And Geno Smith has not shown that he's a scoring machine. He's not. He hasn't shown us that he's he can carry a team. And it makes you wonder: Can he carry a team? I'm not so sure. I'm really not so sure. Yeah. But Damon, um, we got three minutes, man, before we get out of here. And um who who are you looking at this year? Who you like this year in NFL? Who 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 would you say could be a dark horse this year in the NFL? Well, see, I I am looking at Tampa Bay, but because um, it's all about Jameis. He trimmed down to, you know, help his team get better. I wanna see what he's got right now. Um I- not that I'm biased and a Florida State fan, but you know, I just want to see what he has to offer in a different body. I like that. I really like that choice. Um, you know, um, if I'm going to take a dark horse this year, I'm going to pick the Jacksonville Jaguars. As much as I talk oh, about them and give them, I mean, I give them H E double hockey sticks all the time, man. But I'm I'm going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars and. The main reason is I think their quarterback has some potential to be great someday. And oh, yeah. I really think that I, I really think that um um the line that the the, the 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 running back from the Jets with this kid Rashad Green, I think he's gonna come around this year and be a lot more productive than he was last year. I think he's gonna have a year under his belt, uh, might be a little bigger, a little stronger. And uh, I, I think I think um, I think they have a chance to maybe crack a wild card. I'm not I'm not gonna say they will, but I think they have a chance to maybe crack a wild card. If if they increase a couple games more than they had last year, it, it, it's a still a plus. Right, but and that yeah, running back is Chris off. Ivory. Yeah, that Jaguars running back is Chris Ivory. Go ahead, um, Damon. If I can sneak some uh, free publicity um, at T- at, at uh, TCC Community College, I have my daughter playing uh, softball. Her oh. name is CC Smith. Look out for CC Smith. And hey, where is that? Where's she playing at again? Tallahassee Community College. She oh, led the yeah. uh, team in stolen bases last year. Nice. This is her second year. Yes, sir. 
All right, man. Well, hey, and what's, let's let's put the put a name out there for the world here. Hey, Alicia uh, C.C. Smith. Alicia Smith. Yes. Alicia C.C. Smith. C.C. Smith. And, and, and she's at Tallahassee Community College. I like that. Yes, she I is. like that. Yeah. Hey, man, if you can't give a shout out to one of your own on the Sports Info UM show, you're in the wrong place, baby. You can always yeah. give a shout out here. Always. Okay. <laughs> Hey, Damon, man, thanks for calling, and don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night from 8 to 9 o'clock on, on Voice America Radio. This is the Sports Info UM Radio Show. Thanks for calling, Damon. No problem. Have a good night, brother. You too. Hey, thank you all for listening to the Sports Info UM Radio Show. We'll be back next week with more sports information. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.